shopping around on the Crosstown traffic on the way home from work today, and I I usually listen to the, um, you know, classical music, and, and so it was a little bit quiet as I was cruising through, but I <clears throat> started singing Crosstown traffic in my head as I... <laughs> was approaching a, a yellow light, man, and uh, there was a fellow in front of me, and I don't think he was quite as committed as I was to uh, <laughs> taking on the yellow light like a champion. So he decided to hit the brakes, and my brakes currently not in the best shape. I probably got to take them in, get a look. A look on them, but uh, you know, I'm I don't have the most confidence in my braking ability, especially in the sudden kind of situation there. So I had to kind of think on my feet, and I did a a quick kind of jut to the next lane over, and uh, there was <laughs> there was another fella in that lane who I I had seen briefly in my rear view or my side mirror there, you know. He was behind me. Maybe it was tight, but I think he too was approaching the light like a champion. And so I kind of uh nudged in front of him and I think that threw him off. He he swerved a bit, but fortunately we both crushed through the yellow and I got a honking at me. Well deserved. <laughs> well fully deserved. I'm going to argue I had to avoid the accident. And there was space. I mean, I was going f- full steam ahead at this yellow light, baby. Yeah. There was no, no stop. I, I can't get people to understand it enough. Listen, asshole, when you decide to slam on your brakes for the yellow light, you just let me down. You have let down society by not being a confident driver. Yes, you're a bad patriot. Terrible patriot. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I'm never going to call you a patriot. You're not my fellow patriot. You're an asshole. I think stopping for yellow lights should automatically sign you up for some sort of draft to serve in the military or something. Oh, good call. Dude. <laughs> you scan your license plate. Like, all right, buddy, we're hauling you away for six months. <laughs> Just do some basic training, get you into shape, put a little man in you. <laughs> I don't mean to uh, one-up you here on the traffic talk. Oh, I, I had a feeling it was in the air today, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I'm out of school. I'm out of school. It's at Grand and Central. I'm like, holy shit, that's not far from my house. I can't be that far from my house. Put in the GPS. 37 minutes. All right. Yeah. Seven miles. <laughs> it's a seven-mile journey. 37 Excellent. minutes. I, dude, it's a battle. It is a fucking battle to get home between... The people that don't know how to drive, and then the assholes who are trying to cut everybody off, and then the buses. It is all right. So thirty-six minutes later, I'm at Cumberland and Lawrence, man. This is the last light, dude. This is it. I'm two blocks from my house. I turn here. It's only one stop sign in between me and my parking spot. What could go wrong? I go in the left lane. There's one other guy in the left lane, left turn lane. He doesn't move up. You know, like into the intersection. I envisioned it right when you said it there. Dude, I, yes. And this is oh. for those that don't. I know nobody knows this intersection. It's like nine lanes, dude. You could fit three fucking cars. Like when that when that light turns yellow and the oncoming traffic stops, three cars go minimum, minimum. Yeah. Like I thought there was no way I'm missing this light. I'm honking. The guy's flicking me off out the window. <laughs> and then he doesn't go. And then we gotta sit there. And then he tried to do this whole bullshit thing where, like, he was taking the turn real slow. And, like, the light finally changes, right? Where we got the arrow. And he's just creeping. And then he oh, won't yeah. let me get around him in the intersection. Of course. Oh, dude. Some stupid fucking pumpkin head Ukrainian piece of shit f- with this oh, fucking yeah. dumb looking pumpkin head wife next to him, just looking at me like I'm crazy. You know why I'm crazy? I'm crazy because I got into a car, I got on the fucking road, and I wanted to drive. I had an expectation that on this road we would fucking drive. But I'm the I'm the asshole. Because really we're on this road, Cumberland and Lawrence, surrounded by trash and homeless and people fucking begging for money. Uh we're here to sightsee, apparently. I guess we're all gonna 
gander at the parking lot of the Jules Osco and the Walgreens. Maybe they're lost. They might be looking for the rat hole. They're not lost. They live three blocks away from me. I know who the fuck they are. Yeah, the rat hole. That's what they were looking for. Uh, you know, <laughs> major, major tourist attraction. It, the rat hole is so huge, by the way. John Oliver did uh, like a segment on it on his show. Oh, we made yeah. John Oliver? What's that? We made John Oliver? That's like a whole nother. Damn. I, Rat hole made John Oliver only because, well, first of all, <laughs> people got married at the rat hole. That's how Shut huge. Up. Yes. A wedding took place. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a wedding at the rat hole. <laughs> That's how bad Chicago's gotten. It was, the, it was the best looking area. Well, the crime is so bad at the bean. They had to go to the rat hole. It was the better part <laughs> of the January twenty fifth. Couple gets married at rat shaped imprint in Roscoeville. Oh, it's in Roscoe Village. That's where it is. Yeah. So uh, they apparently, and this is why I think John Oliver did the segment. Major controversy there, and on uh, what is it, Roscoe Village? Uh, they filled and it in was two men. Yeah, of course. Oh God, Chicago! I I know. I thought uh... you. Is it north side? Is that where this rat it's hole is? the north side. Of course. Yeah. I, didn't even, uh, I didn't even investigate. When I saw the two fellows who got married, I was like, oh, north side. Excellent. It was, it was a gay couple, and the video got posted by a fucking Raj Mahal. Fucking Indian. I'll tell you, man, I got to get out of Chicago. Yeah, you're in a dying place, man. It's a rough neighborhood. Uh, rat hole filled in, though, apparently. Uh, the city finally, instead of, you know, picking up trash or doing something with the crime or the homeless or the migrants, uh, Mayor Johnson over there in Chicago sanctioned someone to fill in the rat hole. Maybe the only positive thing to happen in Chicago in about 10 years. <laughs> no way. Yeah, they filled it in, dude. It's, it's a huge controversy. Everyone's absolutely fuming over this. Oh, no. Apparently it wasn't the government. Oh, it was just some guy? They say somebody filled it in with a plaster-like substance. Oh, that's funny. So it was just a perturbed neighbor who was tired of all the hoopla going on <laughs> good news this is just breaking news breaking news viral video shows residents saving chicago rat hole <laughs> <laughs> we're saving the rat hole frank don't worry well my faith in humanity has been restored restored yeah <laughs> i foresee peace in the middle east now <laughs> they need to do is get a rat hole in the Gaza Strip. They could all... <laughs> has has BB heard hole. of this rat hole? Right, we gotta <laughs> talk to BB. I heard the rat was Jewish, actually. Can we uh, <laughs> look into this? Yeah, you can see the little yarmulke in the imprint. <laughs> I believe he looks uh, circumcised. Oh, you're <laughs> psycho. <laughs> I've seen a lot of di rat dicks. That one has no foreskin, trust me. <laughs> And it's potentially been shaved off and sent to Korea to be processed for <laughs> Julia Roberts' facial product. Or no, who was it? I think it was Julia Roberts. Yeah. Julia, no, it was the other Julia Roberts. The one from Speed. I already forgot it. It's too bad. Um, oh, yeah, 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 right. Bullock. Who? Oh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's the one rocking the uh, foreskin, I believe. I'm sure they all are. <laughs> you can't make it to Hollywood nowadays without a couple foreskins on your face, you know? Absolutely. I, I actually think that's the absolute truth. I was reading up on this Nickelodeon scandal, and there's a fella tied in who was best friends or maybe even work partners on some level with Brian Singer, who was a huge director like 20 years ago. Until it came out kind of quietly that he was maybe a little bit of a pedophile with the fellas. And so he just disappeared. You may remember the name a little bit. He directed maybe the first two X-Men, like the original X-Men movie that came movies that came out. Oh, uh, Frank, I, re I remember the name, but it's not from a movie. Anybody in Chicagoland area remembers the name like two years ago, maybe three years ago. But pre-COVID, there was like like right before COVID. There was like this whole thing on the highways where like every fucking uh, billboard was I hate Steven Singer. Brian, wait, oh, Brian, Brian Singer, Brian. Brian Singer dot com. Oh, really? 
it was like a website. Yeah, I never actually looked it up because I thought it was really gay. They were able to fit them in amongst all the Brian Urlacher balding uh, billboards that they had. <laughs> That's what I mean. It was like in between. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, I, I thought that was the only billboard in Chicago. Brian Urlacher. So. You talking about Brian Hairlocker? Hairlocker. Yeah. This way so, to O'Hareport. So okay. So wait, I I had no idea the Brian Singer controversy was huge in Chicago. Did he prey on a lot of Chicago young men in the Boys Town area? Oh no, no, I was right. It's a different singer. It's it is. I hate Steven Singer. Oh, Steven! Wow, Singer, not a not a good name. I'm gonna say. Stay away from those singers. <laughs> Don't hang out with a guy named Singer. Yeah, I'm glad I never looked it up. What a f***. See, he did it to, like, promote his jewelry place. Oh, yeah. See, now, if you look up Brian Singer, he went down for doing all sorts of, you know, kitty diddling in the Hollywood scene. Oh, no way. Uh, He looks like a diddler. Yeah, he does. When you look up a picture of him. Those glasses are a giveaway. It is. It's the cell. And he has that creepy side-eye look in every picture. It's really weird. Kind of half smiling, looks uneasy, like he's constipated, and he's looking, you know, kind of side eyed. And this guy's well, you just know he thinks he's better than you. It's a look like I'm getting away with something pervy, and you don't know about it. So here's the problem, right? I was like about to give him a pass because he did the usual suspects, but then right next to it, they have another movie he did, X Men Apocalypse. That's gonna cancel each other out there. Yeah. See. Just yeah. look at the costumes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we made it here. It's uh, Whiskey Wednesday. I hope everyone's... Oh, there. Whiskey Wednesday. <laughs> Mike, these are tough times to do the podcast. I say it almost too often now. There's nothing to talk about out there, nothing man. Really got nothing to cover. I didn't clip it for the show, but there was a there's a major kind of situation unfolding here in Denver, and it's been making a lot of headlines. Uh, where suddenly, over the last like 48 hours or so, like some major restaurants have closed in you know downtown near the Union Station, and uh, in what used to be some of the hottest you know, restaurateur regions in Denver. And um, this article came out in the Westward. I sent it to Emma. And they were asking the owner of this restaurant who out of nowhere shut it down. And there's even, they posted this like Yelp review someone put on his, on the website on how they made a reservation. And then, you know, weeks ago and all of a sudden it's canceled. And he responded uh, the day he shut down the restaurant and blamed liberal policies and said, you idiots are the reason this is closing down. So reservation. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a hero. I absolutely am a huge fan. He only have a lean of Remember that commercial? Real man of genius. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? What was it? Was that Bud Light? Oh, man. It, it might have been. Maybe. I, I can't remember. That was a great commercial. This guy, uh, so he's a true American hero out here, and they shut it down, or he shut down his uh, joint, and they're interviewing him in this article, and he goes on to uh, he goes on this fantastical rant, and it talks about how downtown never recovered post COVID. Uh, they just never brought back anybody. A remote is working is still a thing in colorado people love it out here that's the thing everywhere of course it is these companies are saving an insane amount of money now all you guys did was teach the companies how to save money and they ruined these local places that really thrived on monday to friday eight to five uh people working man and so uh he blames that aspect and then uh he tosses this out and i I was actually shocked they even published it because of how much, uh, you know, common sense gets censored these days. And uh, it goes on to say uh, here, well, that's not all, Jennings says. Liberal policies are making urban areas worse. I appreciate the wanting to do good, but these policies only end up 
with the population all experiencing a lower quality of life. No one has figured out that the only winner in the raise the minimum wage game is the government. They make more, minimum wage earners make more, but then are faced with everything becoming more expensive. They don't get ahead. Only the government gets a raise. I think it's silly that wealthy libs don't get that. Hey, Jennings, I salute you, sir. You are a hero in this country. (laughs) A real man of genius. Yes, I love that, man. It's very like refreshing to at least have some acknowledgement out there that, uh, you know, it's not COVID. We could keep talking about COVID endlessly forever. And I hate to break it to you folks, but we're going to talk about COVID endlessly probably for the rest <laughs> of the show because I got some juicy nuggets on that. But no, it is COVID because it is the reaction to COVID has been these, these like just uh, polarization, right? And so you have these liberals and everything in these big cities that have just gone so far left and they've just dug in their heels on these stupid policies that don't work. All of that is the reaction to COVID and Donald Trump. Yeah, he he goes on in the interview to really highlight the key reasons, which are the outrageous new climate initiative based regulations on restaurants and businesses. The homelessness, which is out of control, the crime, which is also out of control, and the migrants, which did I mention is out of control? Out I of mean, control. <laughs> Denver is out of control. Did you hear about New York? Oh, baby. <laughs> Dude. We have no more room. No more room. The city. In the whole city, Frank. It's so bad. They said they're wasting so much money on food for these people that half of them aren't even eating it. You know what? They're just going to start giving out debit cards up to $10,000. Yes. Up to $10,000. Oh, yeah. $10,000? Do you know why? (laughs) Do Do you have any idea... How, how, I, I don't even care. How many checks of $10,000 have you written to the veterans? Zero, I imagine. <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> I sacrificed three and a half years of my life. Some would argue the best three and a half years. Everybody I knew was out of college, having sex, and get, you know, fucking uh, getting laid and doing all the drugs and partying, and it was a great time. I was out there in the army. I never got a check for $10,000. Actually, I signed up for a bonus of 9000 which you guys taxed so much, it turned into like 5200 bucks. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I mean, did we even ever cut any checks to those poor guys who were poisoned from those like tar pits they were digging in Iraq? No, no, not the tar pits. The guys that were burning the shit barrels. Oh, sorry. The shit, shit barrels? Yeah, they would literally just, you would shit, like they had these outhouse looking things, right? But under the, the, the toilet was just like a cut out piece of wood. And you were shitting into a 55 gallon drum that was cut in half. <laughs> and then somebody would have to drag that out, pour diesel fuel in it and fucking burn it. Or they would even, <laughs> even worse were the places where they just had it going into like this pit that was dug. And it was just like a giant, giant open pit that they would set on fire. Uh, greatest country in the world, people. <laughs> most impressive, enormous, all-powerful military you can ever imagine. We just shit in a hole and burn it, you know? We can't even figure out basic plumbing when we're invading countries. It's fantastic. Yeah, but where are you going to plumb it to? That's the problem with sewage, right? Well, I guess you, you pump it into the streets of the people you're invading, inspire them to run away or something. I don't know. I had Geneva Convention. Oh, right. Yeah. We'll just. uh, Yeah, I I say dip your ammo in it. That way, even if we just nick you, you get infected. We'll just shower them in phosphorus, right? Isn't that more into? (laughs) Right. So 1990s. (laughs) (laughs) We do depleted uranium. Oh, that's right. Sorry. (laughs) We nuke them now. Not nuke. We don't like that word. 
slight <laughs> radiate slightly radiate I love the hoopla we, you know, get into over the uh, nuke wars and all that jazz. Like, oh man, we could have this nuclear exchange. Pretty sure we've already exchanged some nukes here and there, like tiny ones that people don't even realize. Like how tiny? I'm thinking tiny. <laughs> Microscopic or? Like the size of a bee. <laughs> <laughs> Bug drones out there, watch out, people! I'm telling you, bug drones, man. I'm a believer. Because that, I'm a believer, right? <laughs> Little Lord bee nukes. <laughs> bee nukes, man. Yeah, I like it. Uh, well, you threw it out there, and we got to do it. This is one of the greatest stories to come out of this entire migrant debacle, and it is once again leading the charge. Mr. Mayor Adams there. Oh, I didn't even see it on your docket. That's so funny. We are uh, some party code today. So um, he's dishing out the debit cards. And on top of it, um, he's got a reason for it. Okay. And I, this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let you play the clip. But I, I have a huge problem with the way they're talking about this. It's a quick huge clip. problem. There were so many huge ones on it. But I took a quickie and a goodie. Because it simply offers you a very decisive reason, and Mayor Adams staunchly defends it. Okay, this is why uh, we ended up dishing out the ten thousand uh, dollar debit cards to migrants who are illegal citizens. Dude, he literally looks like a little kid that just got spanked by daddy, and now he's out there <laughs> like, you know, trying to be a good boy, toe the um, line. For better or for worse, instead of Abbott. Adams became the face of the migrant situation in America. <laughs> so funny. That is an amazing move politically. He became the poster boy of sanctuary cities. It's crazy because instead of seeing Abbott on TV bitching and moaning and asking the federal government for help, he's fighting them with his own military and suing them. And then we have nonstop reels of our mayor here in Denver Mike Johnston and Mayor Adams crying like children, begging for help. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, they can't show Greg Abbott because he's like, you know, a functioning adult who could actually talk. Right. And, you know, make good points. If you do say anything about him, you're one of them ableists. Uh, they bleast. Ableist. Don't want to be one of those, right? Nah, nah can't be an ableist. They have um, cornered themselves with all their terms now. It's incredible. That's the problem with making everything an ist. Eventually, you become an ist. <laughs> That's right. Right? <laughs> we, we all get cast away to the cornfield eventually. Get thrown off that train. That's all right. Um, all right, so are you ready for the Adams debit card? Dingleberry? Here we go. Yeah, I can't wait. Mayor Adams is pushing back on an editorial in the New York Post. The paper accuses City Hall of using a firm with little real-world experience to administer its new migrant debit card pilot program. It gives 500 migrant families prepaid cards for food and baby supplies. But the Post reports migrants could actually get much more, up to $10,000 apiece. Uh, yeah. Administering the program says it has no experience in this type of giveaway, according to the Post. Okay, so the company says their excuse is, whoa, we've never done this before. Okay. <laughs> and here, they're going to explain. Mayor Adams is going to defend and they're going to explain. They, they, the home, they literally wait for the Homer Simpson defense. It's my first day. First day, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's here's the reason. I love this. This nugget really got swept under the rug through with all the sensationalism behind the 10 grand. All right. No experience in this type of giveaway, according to the Post. The mayor says when the city awarded the contract, it looked for city-based businesses owned by minorities. 
Excuse me? Okay, so... Of course. Of did course. You, that's what they snuck in there? Yeah. yeah. So you found a firm that didn't know what they're doing, but they're black. So we're going to give them $72 million to run this fucking thing. It's not that they're black. It's that they picked them because they're black. Yeah. That's what they said right there. The oh, for reason, sure. The reason this company doesn't know what they're doing is because they were picked on one criteria only for being black. For being black, yeah. Even though so, they've never done anything like this before. But that's why Mayor Adams is in his position, see? No, that's why they're all in their position. That's why Kamala Harris is there. That's, do you now see what mess we are in? We are surrounded by morons, people who were chosen for their positions to lead our cities, our municipalities, you know, our country. And they were chosen not for their merit, for their character, for their educational background, their military service. No, these people were chosen for checking off one, maybe two boxes, and they had to do with the color of their skin and what's between their legs. That's what, uh, that's what Martin Luther King always wanted. Judge me by my skin. <laughs> Hire me based on my skin color, not my achievements. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep playing this. It's just a little bit longer, but I find this to be incredible. All right, we're admitting it now. It's going to be really funny to find out when the owner of this company was also fucking the DA in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yes. In this type of giveaway, according to the Post, the mayor says when the city awarded the contract, it looked for city-based businesses owned by minorities. I don't want tax dollars going outside the city to buy from large corporations outside the city. We want to invest locally in our local economy. They hire locally. It'll deal with our unemployment issue. So our holistic approach to government is different the way of this. We want a whole. Frank, it's just a holistic approach. We're holy, man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love the Dems for the language they use. I know. That, that's a pretty fucking, you know, they know what they're doing. Oh, masters of the craft, man. Come on, we're spiritual, baby. We're just getting holistic doing this for god man don't you believe in god <laughs> if well, anything frank i remember you being anti-pfizer come on we're going holistic on this bitch you like know? holistic is more what like um mystical kind of healing like ancient chinese medicine we're gonna you know put this root juice on you and that's gonna right cancer oh yeah. good call and we gotta always uh, you know pay homage to our chinese overlords right <laughs> Roshima. Way of this. We want a holistic approach. Well, City Hall says to migrants getting the prepaid debit cards will have to sign an affidavit swearing the money will only be used for food and baby supplies. Come on. <laughs> baby supplies, man. Food. We're hungry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. You don't think they learned about the cross your fingers trick? Do you? <laughs> Do you think they know they could cross their fingers when they promise? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we're going to use that free 10 grand you gave us to just buy food. Oh, man. We're just we're baby formula. For I love the way they say that, too. They're like, no, we're giving them money for food and baby supplies. Frank, you don't want them to have food and baby supplies? No, I don't want them to have any. I don't give a fuck what they have. Honestly, they came here illegally. When you came here illegally, you rolled that fucking dice. You know? Oh, man. We should just send them back, maybe. Uh, maybe just put them on a go back on the other side. Yeah, I heard they have really good baby formula over there. It's cheap, too. Dude, the, the, this is what's killing me is all the argument on the left has been, uh, you know, it's a right. Well, of course, the right wing is pouncing on this because they're against immigrants having safety, and, you know, whatever, whatever. And then. They come down to the numbers. And you would think Republicans who claim to be fiscally responsible would want to save a little bit of the $72 million. Why is it option one, give them $72 million of food, or option two, $10,000 credit cards? How about we just give them nothing? That's there option three. <laughs> there used to be an option three. Uh, it was called immigration. 
and they would knock on your door and haul your ass back to the country you came from. <laughs> yeah, option three, good call. Option three is ICE. Yes. Right? We let them do their fucking job. Get these people. The best part is, we know where they all are. They're in the empty warehouses you put them in. Ah, <laughs> uh, this infuriates me. $10,000. Wow. Dude, do you see some of these fucking people getting interviewed? They're talking about how they're getting health care. They're getting everything taken care of. Some of them have been sitting in these places for three, four months. Still no job. You can't get a job in three, four months. Well, if you're sitting cozy on 10 G's and the government is also supplying you with a free hotel to stay in, where's your incentive to work? Nah, that's the problem. There's no incentive. Not only that, dude. They're, yeah, they're staying in such nice hotels. Yeah, they that's got incredible. them made, man. They're doing it here in Denver. They're shacked up in a couple hotels. We got normal homeless just roaming the street. They kicked them to the river over on Santa Fe. Uh, they're, they're rocking on the plat. Uh, and then you know, I, love what the, I love these mayors that come out. Adams, uh, our fucking gay little mayor over here, Johnson, he said this, comes out. He's like, you know, we have all these empty buildings. We should be utilizing them for the home. How about you fix the fucking problem that caused everybody to leave these buildings empty? <laughs> Am I am I crazy? Fuck your goddamn migrants. Fix your fucking city. You should be wondering why you have so many empty buildings. And then you should be working on those problems. I think I read the total for last year was 7.2 million migrants crossed over. Was there wow. um their generalized estimate there? <laughs> Illinois is only like 12. And I think the headline was Somewhere along the lines, the the amount that amount was more than the population of like thirty six states in America. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. That's a that's an insane amount, right? So, like, I mean, three hundred and thirty million, seven point two. You're talking about two percent increase. Well, if you you're talking about two percent, what if you realize, like, oh man, we lost all our key demographics and a majority of people in the middle. We just got to flood the country with voters. Yeah. But I don't know. Do, do these you people know who have... had a great point? Uh, did you hear uh, Adam Carolla's analogy? I did not, actually. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was fucking great. So basically he was saying, <clears throat> like these subscriptions we all uh, uh, subscribe to, you know? Oh, yeah. We all have them. There's a million of them. Netflix and uh, Hulu not, and not yeah. only Netflix, some people do like the food thing. You'll you could sign like now it's like toothbrushes come regularly. You know what I mean? You could do everything, oh, right? You yeah, know, you sign up for these like toilet paper plans on Amazon. We're like, you know, Amazon does that in like re re refresh or whatever automatic. Yeah, um, I've seen the commercials for those. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's like all these. Everybody's got a bunch of subscriptions. Uh, he had a great point. He goes, when you're broke. One subscription that you don't want is not going to get through. You're going to notice it being pulled out and you're going to cancel it because it's just too right. much, right? Yeah. But as you get wealthier, you you know what I mean? You start getting, now it gets to a point where like, you got to have four or five that you don't really want before you even notice that you're spending money on stuff you don't want. That's right. right. Yeah. But eventually you look down and you're like, I got no money. And he was saying, like, the bigger your bank account is, the more you can take on before you notice it, right? That's right, man. And that's America. We're just so big, we can keep, you know, you can hide a few subscriptions here and there. That's but right. Yes. Eventually, you're going to get to that point where you're like, what is going on? I got no money. And then, you, you know what I'm saying? So we got a clean house. You got to clean them out. Yeah. But you know what? I thought it was a great analogy. And like, that's what they're doing is they're hiding it in, like, they're able to still hide it because we're so big. But dude, a two, 2% of your population just migrated in? Yeah, there's something up with that. I mean, that seems nefarious on some level. I, you know, purposeful, potentially. I believe the World Economic Forum is really big on the mass migration and flooding of major American cities. And I do think that. You know, there's a little bit of sponsoring going on with the Soros fellas out there. Oh, yeah. But I know. Already, but he had a great, too. That was what it was, too, like with the subscription thing. He was saying the problem you have right now is uh, like New York, Chicago, 
they already had too many subscriptions. And then you brought the migrants. Yes. You're you know right. Well, yes, absolutely. Yeah, we were and already maxed out, and then we decided to, you know, pile this on top. Like, of there's it. a reason. There's a reason Texas could handle a million coming in. It's because they're not giving them shit. <laughs> right? They don't have all these subscriptions that are pulling money out of their pocket. You know? Yeah. All right. Man. Interesting uh, take. This, this is insane, though. I, I, I can't believe the argument of no matter what, we're spending seventy-two million. But do you want to give it to them in a credit card, or you just want to give them food? Like, no, just don't give them $72 million. Give it to the fucking veterans. Yeah, well, I mean, we're just giving away free money. That's what we've been doing since 2020, man. And we're giving it away to people that, did, that have, have contributed nothing to this country. They have done nothing for this country. They've sacrificed nothing for this country. Which makes you then keep thinking further on why the welcome mat, why the 10 G's, why the free food and the free stay? Why are they treating you better than us who live here already? Why? I don't know. See, it seems like you're trying to replace us. Oh, no, we just got kicked off. That's great replacement. Period. <laughs> the Jews will not. Re oh, we're not there yet. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. We're going to join the ranks of Tucker Carlson. Oh, great. <laughs> See John Stewart this week? He took on Tucker, man. He loves taking on Tucker. Nah, dude. Yeah. Oh, he, he ripped him a new one for being a pansy. For being a pansy? Yeah, you know, the interview wasn't very strong, and Putin made fun of him for kind of being a weak interviewer, and, and then all this He's other stuff. He's the only stuff. one that had the balls to go over there and interview him. Well. It's that's a like, funny. That's like all of us being too afraid to fight somebody, but then you go fight him and lose, and we're like, "What a pussy!" I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you see Tucker's whole thing where he went grocery shopping and started saying it radicalized him against the politicians here, and how you know it's an insult to see the difference between our grocery stores and theirs, and you know it's uh, I don't know. Tucker's a funny guy. I, I didn't like that part. That was kind of dumb. I think like, you, you could go to any third world country and like I was in I was in Qatar and the food I couldn't believe how cheap it was. You know, I'm pr I'm still sticking to he's controlled up and he's probably definitely CIA. But I think he does have a point. Like you could probably lower the prices a little bit. Now that I think about it, like in Qatar, dude, you're going to like a five star restaurant, hundred bucks. You know. <laughs> It is because the staff is making, you know, 30 cents an hour. Yes, and I think, um, what is it? They're like weekly take-home pay. John Stewart hit on, and I thought, I thought it was pretty interesting and funny, but uh, my favorite part about his comeback or return was that he uh, riffed on how the liberals hate him now. Yeah, oh, good. And he kind of uh, made fun of that. And I'm a huge fan of the the middleman that is the John Stewart right now. I think he's being exposed for being a Republican, and I I believe his little stint here is going to be short lived. <laughs> well, he should have never taken shots at the throne, man. Talk you about Biden's age. <laughs> Can't talk about Biden's age. Frank Biden is young, healthy, spry. He's smarter and more faster than all of us. What's that? An interview? He can't do an interview. I know. He'll embarrass himself. <laughs> I love that. I love that 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 contradiction there. He literally can't do the interview before the Super Bowl because you guys know it will ruin his campaign. Yet we're supposed to believe Nancy Nancy Pelosi that he's not. Nah, he's really quick. He's he's really with it. to world leaders i trust only one centrist liz cheney mike she's the only one that i believe <laughs> in the middle is she still alive she's alive and she's pumping man uh she's 
on CNN telling us that Trump is in bed with Putin still, and he's actually the Putin wing of the Republican Party with many members on his side. Dude, Putin said in an interview he wants Biden to win because he's predictable. I know. The, I've heard the, I've heard the interview. I it's he they literally he, he's and then nobody wants to talk about that, but they're still going to talk about Trump is okay. All right. Look how many wars started under Biden. These world leaders love this guy. They could do whatever they want, take whatever territories they please. Uh, and, you know, Israel's taking the Gaza Strip. Dude, it's insane when people talk to me about things and it's just like, it's not reality. It's not what, it, it's just not reality. There is no reality that Putin wants Trump to win. In reality, Putin said, it doesn't matter, but I'd rather have Biden. That's the truth. Because he could do what he wants, man. No, but no, yeah, yeah. They all can't. I'm telling you, like, four years of Trump, nothing happens. We get the COVID thing. We knock Trump out. And all of a sudden, Russia decides they want to take back land they believe is historically theirs. And all of a sudden, Israel's like, you know what? So will we. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right. Who's next? You know who's China. next. It's literally China who's going to take back Taiwan. And they told Biden last whoa, year. Whoa, 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 whoa. Take back? Frank, you don't take back. It's already theirs. They own it, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, they're just, they want our sweet little precious chip plant, I think, that has made <laughs> Nancy Pelosi trillions of dollars. Yeah, what happened to the fucking uh, Chips Act? So I have a little clip of Liz Cheney. That's why I kind of brought her up there. Uh, talking about Trumpy boy and Putin and their love triangle. And the only reason I clipped it is because I wanted you to listen to Liz Cheney. All right. I think she's turning into her dad, man. You can like the, uh, <laughs> she, you remember how Dick used to be like, ah, ah, ah. like in between, <laughs> like, ah. yeah. he used to yeah. do that. Right. Okay. So I'm not, I just remember I used to, I got obsessed with the news in the early 2000s, post 9-11. I was a young guy and digging into conspiracy theories with the fresh internet where you could still look things up. And, you know, I followed a lot of Dick Cheney back then. I didn't like the guy. So now we got to deal with his daughter who is exclusively interviewed like daily on CNN. Yeah, because she's a Republican that turned on Republicans. So they think this is like, you know. This is I it. I don't understand the relationship and how, why they love this person. We did the two-year, multi-season, 18-episode apiece, Jan 6th committee that led to absolutely no revelations and nobody cared about it, and I imagine Trump will never go to jail for it. No, uh, they do it because people like our parents love Liz Cheney. It's weird. I don't get the... You'll, you'll hear, because to, in their minds, it, it allows them to say they're centrist. So I got like, like, no, I'm a centrist. Yeah, I vote for Democrats all the time. But look, I would vote for Liz Cheney. It's weird. <laughs> I just don't understand, man. I, I've been trying to, like, figure it out what the attraction is. to. I mean, like I said, back in the early 2000s, Dick Cheney, not a friend to the left, man. Yeah, he would. Yeah. But then Hitler became president. So then we're all on the same side, right? We all must team together to fight Hitler. To fight Hitler, Frank. Yeah. I think it's Come all on. starting to make sense. Yeah. Uh, so I got a little guy here. It's uh, Jake Tapper being strange. He, he's gotten really weird lately. And uh, Jake Tapper, Liz Cheney, tell me if you can catch the dick. Well, you say doing what Donald Trump wants him to do. It's not funded directly <laughs> at all to Navalny's death. And we're going to talk about Leah Thomas in the next episode. Okay. So, okay. Acting prosecutors at his rally in Michigan. He's posted dozens of times on his Truth Social media app calling Biden an incompetent president, so it's not as though he hasn't been speaking. Um, this is the likely Republican presidential nominee, Donald Trump. How do you feel about the fact that he has not said one word about Navalny? He's had harsher words uh, about Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, than he has had about Vladimir Putin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, Donald <laughs> Trump, as you pointed out, she's kind of a more vile individual, honestly. I mean, I mean, he's, he's, 
fighting the Constitution more than Putin. So you mean to tell me this everyday citizen, he's not president right now, so he has no control over foreign relations. Uh, you mean to tell me he talks more about the woman who's prosecuting him for a RICO case? I know. It's crazy. Also, what's the, the obsession with Navalny? Well, because he was anti-Putin. I don't get it, man. I think Frank, he... all of our problems for the last two years have been because of Putin. I mean, Joe Biden is the greatest president of all time. Actually, according to MSNBC, Joe Biden's the 14th greatest president we've ever had. Oh, I saw it. Uh, Joy Reid was all over this one. Do you know oh. who was dead last, Mike? Oh, Donald Trump. No, Joe Biden's only 14th because he beat Donald Trump. He's done three years and he's 14th? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Did you see why he was 14th? Probably Did you because see why he was better than Reagan. It has to, it must have something to do with the job recovery from COVID. All the, the, the first thing they said was he beat Donald Trump one. Number two, he's running against Donald Trump again. <laughs> and then, like, later on, they went to talk about like his so called achievements. Yeah. Joe Biden was caught on camera stumbling twice up the short stairs. <laughs> it happened today. It was all over the No, I've seen him do that act before. I saw that in the mask. It was around minute 47. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey, he got us again. That goofball. He's good at faking those falls, you know? <laughs> uh, you want to hear the, the dyke? I forgot about her already. Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, said just a few days ago that... Uh, he had, he had told a NATO ally that he would encourage Putin to do whatever he needed to do, whatever he wanted to do. Uh, he, he's basically made clear that uh, under a Trump administration, uh, the United States is unlikely to keep its NATO commitments. And I think that Republicans uh, who understand... Are you catching it? Ah. She's <laughs> <laughs> like two heart attacks away from being a full dick. <laughs> <laughs> two heart attacks and she's got to invade like four more countries yeah. and then yeah and then shoot a fellow congress member in the face i believe oh, i forgot all about that Dude, that forgot. was a crazy time man yeah that we have a vice president who shot a guy in the face because i think they were maybe quarreling over issues at the yeah, time but then that duck just flew out of nowhere yeah oh, <laughs> pheasant it was a pheasant shot the guy with with bird shot in the face, man. It's so crazy. When Trump says make America great again, I think about the days when I could shoot congressmen in the face. <laughs> oh, man. Th those are the good old days, though, right? I mean, uh, the Patriot Act was still fresh. The ink was still drying, you know. They, <laughs> they could torture anyone they wanted at Abu Ghraib. And nobody knew about it. You know, it was a good time. Uh, the good days. <laughs> are similarly going to be held to account. You know, when you think about Donald Trump, for example, pledging retribution, um, what Vladimir Putin did to Navalny is what retribution looks like in a country where the leader is not subject to the rule of law. Um, and, and I think that we have to take Donald Trump very seriously. How is he not subject to the rule of law? You impeached him twice. You have him for 91 felonies in four different districts. I, I'm so sick of hearing this. Who is believing this? It's incredible. Donald Trump thinks he's above the law. Nobody thinks he's above the law. Nobody. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's he's in court every day in multiple states. <laughs> if anything, he's so below the law. He's 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 worse off than me, the plumber. Yeah, I get away with breaking more laws on a daily basis than he does. Daily basis. <laughs> daily. Should did I talk about my traffic incident? You see what I'm saying? My, my plates have been expired for nine months. Come on. Same. Yeah. August 2023. That's right. <laughs> Basically, the extent to which, um, you know, you've now got a Putin wing of the Republican Party. Uh, oh, the Putin Republican Party is not. All right. That's all. The Putin Do you know what's killing me the most, too, is. Uh, all of a sudden, everybody who knew absolutely nothing about the Russia dossier, <laughs> right? The, 
like an FBI guy got indicted for that. You know, there was an investigation. Nobody knew anything about that. Never even heard of it, right? But everybody now knows everything that ever happened in the FBI, and they lied about Hunter Biden. <laughs> That's right, dude. You know what I mean? Talked about it, and I think we did a clip um, a couple episodes ago on it, but uh. That story's pretty interesting, actually. The further it's chugging along, you know, they're claiming this FBI fella got his dirty info from a, a Russian spy, if I'm not mistaken. And there's some potential alleged maybe espionage going with the fella himself, I think. Ooh, really? Yeah, it, it's starting to get a little sticky. And so I, I think, uh, you know, this could end up being a pretty... But you know what we're going to end up finding out is the dirty info from the Russian spy supplied to him from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and, then the, and then the story gets dropped. Yes. And well, then... The most incredible thing, I don't know if this is true, but I, the one guy was talking about how really the only thing they got him on was that he lied about when they were taking money. All right. So the whole thing comes from he was saying they took they were taking money while Joe Biden was vice president. And they're all like, no, this guy's an asshole. He's a liar and everything. They didn't take any money until after he left the White House. <laughs> we weren't doing our dirty <laughs> deeds until after we were out of office, man. It wasn't until 2017, you know. <laughs> At that time, we didn't know we were going to become president here. See? <laughs> now we got all this power and we decided to, you know, let... Let the action happen in Ukraine, and we're all going to make a quick penny on this. That's crazy. The Putin wing. He doesn't even want Trump to win. It's the best part about it. And again, Hunter Biden, the son of the president, three laptops that we know of, containing copious amounts of footage and photographs of him banging hookers from Russia, Ukraine, China. Is it any surprise we're kind of kowtowing to all their wishes and demands right now? <laughs> Is it any surprise that maybe, you know, Xi and Putin kind of like having Biden in power? Seems like. Oh, and Bibi. Never forget about Bibi. Well, I was just about to say, hey, Bibi, take note. When Trump comes in, you better give some hookers to Barron. <laughs> That's why you're not getting no funding. You didn't give Hunter Biden any hookers. Oh, man. Uh, Baron Trump, he'll probably be a president someday. Emma finally came around the other day. She showed me a clip of some guy on the TikToks exposing to the world the little-known truth of the magical book written in 1886 or whatever of oh, yeah. young Baron Trump traveling time <laughs> and all that jazz. Yeah. And I just kind of chuckled and I said, oh, you should listen to my show. <laughs> yeah. we've talked about it yeah man it's a very interesting uh little tidbit in our time frame here i've never shied away from the idea that there's some time travel element to donald trump i love the theory of his uncle discovering you know unknown technology and maybe some books or notebooks over at the Tesla compound after he died, confiscating them before <laughs> other FBI agents could get them, and then passing along this time travel information. What or if maybe... those were the secret document, the classified documents? Oh, wow. Oh, man, you just, just blew my mind. One in a million, guys. I get one, one in a yeah. million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> and, uh, it was uh, the you know the stack of classified documents they got in Biden's garage. It was just the uh, compartments in the White House where Hunter hides his cocaine. <laughs> it was like maps on where all the baggies are hidden. <laughs> <laughs> all throughout the building. You know he's got them all over. You never know when you need a quick quick bump. You know. Yeah, those are confidential, Jack. All right. Um, yeah, I love the Baron Trump book, man. You know, it sounds like it's kind of a ridiculous read. Um, but 
you know, I'd like to maybe find, get my hands on it and dabble in, you know, I, I like a good time travel story. One of my favorite movies and trilogies of all time is back to the future. So, you know, I, I think I could probably, Oh go man, you see Michael J. Fox, dude, he made the appearance at the BAFTA awards. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, I, I don't even know what that is. Actually, they have so many award shows now. I don't know who they're awarding for what anymore. Um, but <laughs> they had the BAFTA awards, right? And uh, yeah, Michael J. Fox. I only saw a picture. I didn't click on the link because I already know. I know what the Parkinson's does, and it's just uh, horrible to watch. Yeah, it's sad. What a debilitating disease. But he's he's kind of fighting it, man. I mean, he's. You know, kind of uh, beating the odds, I think. Did he walk uh, or change, or did they have to, like... No, they had care? to wheel him on, and then he stood uh, at the podium. But, dude, he, he's not beating it. He's so young. Yeah, he's a young guy. Like, we have an uncle. I mean, he's got the same thing, but it's like... Phew, at least he's in his 70s now. Right, yeah. Uh, I guess he's not. He's 62. That's still young, man. It's young these days, absolutely. Michael J. Fox, though, got to be M- Marty McFly, Teen Wolf, who's in that hit sitcom, uh, you know, the family, whatever. I mean, the guy's, yeah. uh, he had a great career and a good life, so I think he can ride this wave on the idea that he lived large for a time there. Yeah. I feel Only that way. Four. Uh, uh, he was a short fella. Wow. How, you know, they love the short guys. Back then yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, right? you look better. Tom Cruise. I think it's the camera deal with the chick. They want the guy even height so they don't have to do any kind of camera trickery. Oh, it could be. And you get the spacing all right and you can, you know, plot out the background and, you know, make it perfect. Yeah, probably you're really right on that one. And especially for a movie like Back to the Future, I mean, you need a little guy crawling in and out of that DeLorean and <laughs> doing all those wild little stunts with the, with the skateboard, you know, like that's, you need a little guy maneuvering on that skateboard. And, and likewise, I bet with a lot of the skateboard scenes, cause each movie had some extensive <clears throat> skateboard action. Well, you, know, you know, it's even harder on a hoverboard. Yes. Well, and I'm, I got to imagine I'd like to see a behind the scenes how they did the hoverboard, man. Now I'm, <laughs> but either way, Dude, it's 2024. Would... We still don't have a fucking hoverboard. What is going on? They gave us that gay shit from China with the two wheels. Get I out see of here. Dudes, I see the guys on the one wheel. Have you seen these fellas? Oh, you talk about targets you should hit with your car. Yeah, <laughs> they're always on the path that I'm jogging at lunch, and these guys roll with reckless abandon and. They, I believe in their minds, have this idea that they don't have to follow the same rules as cars or bicycles or any other mechanized, you know, wheeled <laughs> device. They, they just, they're all over the place with these guys because they got the big, fat, super tire wheel thing on there. Have you seen these things? Oh, I fucking hate them. Yeah, I can't they, stand. Oh, you're talking about those fat ones with the board on top? And they're like off-roading and going yeah. all over the place. Going over water. I mean, these things are, it's pretty cool, but. No, we got the gayer version, the urban version, where it's like the thin wheel and they got the, the, just the pedals on either side that you stand on. There's no pedals. There's just like things you stand on either side. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah. It's like zipping it out of people on the sidewalk. Dude, I just want to fucking push them over so bad. What's crazy is those are basically a segue without the handlebar. Yeah, you're right. Why didn't the Segway work? I would rather, I would ride one of those with the handlebar. You know what I'm saying? But without it, I feel very exposed. And like, I could easily. Then you can't like, like the the whole thing is you could just carry that into your office, put it on your desk. Right. Yeah. And and the Segway guy, dude, he, he went off the cliff in that bitch. Yeah, that's right. He. (laughs) I don't know how that happened, but he was trying to prove how like easy it was. And he was going to stop at the edge of a cliff and then he went right over. Oh man. That's a really bad move. Holy really God. bad move. It's yeah. <laughs> a rough way to go. It's like the guy that tested his parachute idea on the fucking, uh, on the Eiffel <laughs> tower. Didn't work. 
another guy, there's another dude. I think it's like from like 30 years ago, he tried to jet ski off Niagara Falls and parachute off. He didn't make it. Um, but- <laughs> <laughs> well, the world did win on that one. One less Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> I call that a win for the world. There's a spectacular like last minute footage of the guy before he dies, but you know he's like soaring through the air off this pretty bad ass. You know? Could you like see it in his face when he realized he wasn't gonna make it? No, unfortunately, it's from the seventies. It's like a grainy kind of shitty picture, you know. You did, we didn't. Oh, you did all that. You didn't even go viral. What an no, asshole! No viral. No HD. Can't even watch the video. It's it's no good.